0: What's going on, everybody? It's Jamel Gibbs, your family oriented entrepreneur. Welcome to the Business and Investing Podcast, where you learn all things business and investing related. So, today we're going to talk about something that I'm very passionate about. Uh, You guys know I talk about this a lot on my channel. Uh, It's something that I think every real estate investor needs to have in their arsenal. Whether you're wholesaling, whether you're flipping, whether you're buying and holding, you need to understand the power of creative finance. And if you're not uh, implementing creative finance into your business, especially in this market that we're in right now, then you're missing the boat. You need to get on top of this game right now because this is the opportunity. We're in the midst of it. And we're living the opportunity right now. And once you understand how to incorporate creative finance and you understand that sellers are going to be more flexible uh, over the next few months, you'll understand that uh, sellers will will realize that financing uh, is becoming more and more difficult even in this market. If you're doing any type of investing right now, uh, you'll realize that over the last three to four weeks, lenders are tightening up who they're uh putting money out to right so uh, this is where the power of creative finance comes into play just yesterday we locked up a seller finance deal a sub subject to deal as well one day right um these opportunities are readily becoming more and more available because of the type of market that we are in that is no lie all right and if you're aggressive with it and if you understand how it works you're gonna make five times the money than you would on a regular wholesale or fix and flip. Because now what happens is you open up the bag of tricks, so to speak. I don't like to call it tricks, but you're opening up yourself to more arsenal to be able to close more deals. So you have to, you have to get educated on how this works, but more important than education, you have to push yourself to actually use these strategies. This is why I released my hybrid wholesaling program, which is a a combo of wholesaling and creative real estate investing. This is why I have my special guest on the line today. He's killing it in the Iowa market, Sioux City, uh, with creative financing. Uh, He currently has a TikTok uh, channel that's doing really, really well. Uh, Over 200,000 followers on TikTok right now. He's getting millions of views, absolutely killing it because he's talking about an unconventional way of real estate investing and making it educational and making it fun. And uh, I think that you need to check him out. So this is uh, Gene Boykin from the Go-Getter family, absolutely killing it in his market and definitely somebody I wanted to have on this podcast because you need to know him as well. Gene, what's up, man?
1: Yo, what's good, man? Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited.
0: Oh, brother, it's a pleasure, man. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about
1: yourself, man? Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, my name is Gene Boykin. Uh, I'm the founder of the Go-Getter family, you know, and the Go-Getter family. It's, uh, it's a real estate investing family where, you know, I teach people how to become the bank with real estate investing, you know. And um, I want everybody that's listening to know I'm just a regular dude, man, Just like just like everybody else. But I had a drive and I had ambition and I knew that selling my time. For, for money to survive wasn't gonna wasn't gonna get me yeah. to where I wanted to be and and just always had that itch for real estate, you know. But I would, you know, daydream about it and I would think to myself, man, I, I need a lump sum of money though. And I, I don't have that, you know, or I need good credit, you know, a bank to back me and I don't have that, you know. So so it was like a dream that I could never really fulfill. Um but I discovered man the, the the keys to the kingdom you know the keys to the kingdom subject to and creative financing and when I when I first heard about it um you know I, I I'm not even gonna say that I was skeptical because it made sense you know it was logical like if, if a person is distressed in some sort of way why can't we just take over their mortgage you know and continue to make those payments so it was logical to me man so I dove in man um you know, I had just got fired from my job at that time, and me and my partner were investing the traditional way for three years. My partner's a doctor, you know, and mm-hmm. the banks were still giving him a hard time, you know. So when you, so, when you
0: say you were investing the traditional way, let, let's mm-hmm. clarify that just for okay. everybody listening.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we were doing fix and flips. We were doing fix and flips, okay. and I, I wrote a 58-page step-by-step plan on how to do fix and flips by borrowing money from the bank. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you had to have good credit or, you know, so in three years we did three fix and flips, man. So I was making less than minimum wage, you know, and and what I wanted, though, you know, I wanted to build something for myself, man. I wanted to work for myself. But what I really wanted was I wanted control of my time. Mm. Um, I wanted I wanted to leave a legacy and I wanted to live a life without worry, you know. And, um, man, so what happened was I was working in landscaping, man, just a year and a half ago running a landscaping company. And so I'm working, investing at the same time. Well, I got fired by my boss, man, cause we had some words cause he, he did me wrong, man. You know, just like most bosses do, you know, they don't respect you. They take advantage of you. Um, and then we lost a deal at the same time. But a little mm. bit before that, my, my partner says to me though, and he's a doctor, he says, man, why can't I just take over somebody's mortgage? I can afford to do that problem was i had never heard of it so at the time i'm like man you can't do that i wrote this plan you know this that and uh you know you go be a doctor i'll do the investing side right you know you know but i get fired we lose that deal and i had a choice to make it was either bet on myself and dive into investing 100 percent man but if i fail it's going to be catastrophic for me and my family man i had a two-year-old daughter you know new father man fiance uh son and so it was either that or I start a new job man but it would have been in a menial position because I don't have any marketable skills I'm not certified I'm not a lawyer I'm not a doctor I'm not even a certified plumber man you know what I mean so I would have started at you know 12 bucks an hour again and that would have been catastrophic too for me and my family so I was like Mm -hmm. you know what I'm tired of it man I'm betting on myself this time so I'm gonna dive into this a hundred percent man I don't have a job you know so I dive in and my friends words man my business partners words they rang in my mind again why can't I take over somebody's mortgage? So I started researching it, man. And um, I, I, I started to find the traditional stuff, assumptions, you know, but that's all surface level research, right? right. They don't expect people to go deeper. And then I'm on YouTube University and I see um, one of my now mentors, man, Chris Haskins. And he's talking about subject boy. too. yeah, he's a yep. man, he's the homie, man. He put this knowledge out there, man. And, you know, I credit him for everything, man. Cause he put it out in the atmosphere, which is why I do now. I feel it's my responsibility to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I find it, man. And, um, you know, I start watching and I'm just like devouring it, man. And, and I locked myself in my basement for three months, man. I'm talking about, I didn't come up for air, but the crazy part was this. I didn't have a job. Right. So, mm-hmm. so my checking account is running low. My credit cards are maxed out, man. I remember my fiance coming down there one day and she just gave me that look like, are you going to do something? You know, you just sitting down here in the basement like these bills aren't stopping. She doesn't know though the whole time I'm formulating the master plan, you know? So man, I'm getting knowledge from everywhere that I can and, um, I finally, man, I finally um, felt confident to jump out there and take action. So I emerged from my basement, man, looking almost like a wild animal. You know, I was down there so long. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, I emerged from my basement, man. And, and um, just like Chris said, man, just like he said, man, I got my first house um, just uh, last April, man, April of 21. Um, and I got that house with no money out of my own pocket, man, none. How long and did it take no you? credit checks. Um it only took me 3 weeks man but that was after the months of studying, though know, you know nonstop. And
0: plus you had some some previous experience so how long how in long were estate. you investing mm-hmm. in real estate before you started the creative aspect?
1: For 3 years. For 3, three years. years. So you you mm-hmm. started
0: investing about 5 years ago? Yeah, yeah about
1: 5. Yep, about 5 Got years. Got it. Mm-hmm.
0: And you started creative investing almost 2 years ago, about a year and a half ago.
1: Yep, about a year and a half, man. Cool. And uh
0: so I guess the question is, what type of mindset shift did it take to go from the fix and flip into the creative aspect of things?
1: So, so this is my thing, man. Um, our mindset is our most important tool, man. Like it is the mm-hmm. most important thing that we possess. So, mm-hmm. so even prior to finding th- that's why I found creative financing was because of my mindset, because my partner came to me and he was like, man, I don't know what, you know, I don't know like what else I can do. Right. He got denied for another loan. And I told him, I said, man, you know, I don't know about that side of it, man, but I said, but I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing because there's no other option besides me being successful in real estate. Mm. So I kept pushing, you know, so our mindset, man, we cannot, we've got, we cannot have these limiting beliefs because what is out there in the mainstream is what they want us to know. That's what they want to be known. Right? That's right. But yeah. But if you think about it, right. if You hear words associated with wealthy and elite people, trust, land trust. Right. So you hear that associated with them, but you don't know anything about it, man. Don't right. even know the first thing about it. Right. Well, it's hard to find that information. So they bury the good stuff. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. So you got to just get those limiting beliefs, man, away. Don't stop saying like, I can't, man. And then uh, how, right? A how question, when you ask yourself, well, how can I do that? How am I going to do that? That is a fear-based question. Yep. yep. It's fear-based. Yeah, because you're looking at the entirety of the situation. And nobody wins a war in one battle. It's, mm-hmm. it's impossible, right? Yep. But if you, if you can flip that switch instead of how to what, What do I need to do? The what question? Yeah, that's action based. Right. A what question? Yeah. So you just what do I need to do? Well, the first thing is I need to get some knowledge. Right. And then after that, what do I need to do? Once I get that knowledge, I need to implement. So I need to find property, you know, and just step after step from there, man. And it's it's to the moon.
0: That's right, man. So was it an easy transition shifting from the fix and flip model to the creative model? How do you feel about that?
1: I, I wouldn't say that it was easy. Um, it's easy for me now. Man, we're working on, uh, I would just put a house on the market, man. I didn't pay any money for it, man. It's almost unreal. Like, it's almost unbelievable, right? But, um, you know, it wasn't easy at first because I had to get that that understanding. And then I had to get the artistry of how to mm-hmm. do this, man. Because you cannot just approach a person and say, hey, I can I can take over your mortgage. Or or hey, you own this house all right how about I just give you give you monthly payments? There's an art to doing it, you know, so that was the difficult part at first, and then also dealing with um you know down at the clerk's office or the recorder's office, they didn't know what a memorandum of contract was, you know, and just other you know other little things that are in the creative world. so I had to overcome that, but my thing is if I see other people doing it, guess what that means I can do it too because it's right. being done yeah, it's Absolutely. being done, so we're gonna find a way
0: proof of concept is there and then all you got to do is prove to yourself that you can do it at that point right
1: boom yes man. man but this is the thing too jamel man you know a lot of times man especially us man you know we we may not have had the role models that we that we needed to have right and seeing mm-hmm. the things that we needed to see um because we were a lot of us were fighting for survival at a young age man yep. we, you know what was we gonna eat after school you know type of situation so so not having that um we don't have a roadmap. so we'll get out into the entrepreneurship and we'll start doing something and and we'll stop three feet from gold man we'll stop because this isn't working and there's a shiny thing in our peripheral yep. vision so we'll start doing something else, man. But if we can understand that, all right, it's not working for us, you know, right now. It's not working for us. But what it's doing is, is it's working on us. Mm. If it's not working for us, it's working on us. So it is turning us into the person that we need to be so that when those floodgates do open, can we'll be able to it. receive. Yes, man, we can receive the gifts that we had in store. And then we won't fumble it, man. If we if we get what we want, when we think we're ready. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll almost fumble every time, you know.
0: Fumble the bag all the time, bro. Man. Man, when yeah. you're not ready for it, man.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You right, man. Mm.
0: So was it an easy transition from the fix and flip model to the creative model for you?
1: It it was for me, just because my mind was open. You know,
0: you prepared to in advance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And plus I had some real estate knowledge, right? I had that mm-hmm. real estate knowledge and my mind was open to accepting this new strategy, this new way. So right. I picked, I picked up the concepts, man. I mean, I get them like, like nothing. And when I'm teaching some of my students, it's like, you're, you're not getting this. And it's, it, to me, it seems so simple to un, just understand conceptually. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why it was easy for me because I was open to embracing it because I knew it was the keys to the kingdom, man.
0: Got you, man. So you feel like obviously by you embracing it that helped you mentally that helped you physically to get out there and actually do it plus with the previous knowledge you had it was easy for you to get that deal within 3 weeks and yeah. obviously you're doing it consistently now so
1: Oh man what I in the first night once I got that first one oh it was over with I got four houses in the first 90 days and I did five transactions now they were kind of like wholesale but a little bit more sophisticated mm-hmm. so and then in six months man I got six houses I did seven transactions and then I helped people around the country man St. Louis California North Carolina man you know Memphis Tennessee yep. you know so I just I took it and I ran man I ran because I don't need a lump sum of money and I don't have to wear my Sunday's best with my hat in the hand going to beg a bank that's right, man. What else you
0: create, do you need? You create your own bag at that point, man, not relying on other people, right?
1: Man, you said it too, create your own <laughs> bag so it gets as big as you want it to get.
0: That's right, man. So why don't we give our listeners, let's say, a, a step-by-step process on how they can do it, right? So mm-hmm. what were some of the steps that you've taken in the beginning in order to make it happen? If we had to provide them with, let's say, three to five steps to, to simplify mm-hmm. it, what what would you do, step one mm-hmm. through whatever.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, the go getter family has the seven steps to becoming the bank, but to become the go. bank, that's a whole, yeah, that's a whole, you know, Hey, you, you're the bank now banks yep. got all the power. But if mm-hmm. I was a beginner, if I was a beginner, man, this is what I tell people, right? First off, you know, you, you need a mentor. Okay. And you don't mm-hmm. go to people that you're, you're seeing and you're watching, having success. You don't go to them and say, Hey, will you, will you teach me man, everything, you know, and then when I get a deal, I'll split it with you. You don't do that. Please mm-hmm. don't do that. A lot it's of people do that. Oh, my gosh. It's unfortunate goodness, man. people do that. It yeah. is. Yep. I never did that. And I've made it to the heavyweights, man. Chris Haskins. Lou Brown is my mentor, man. Lou Brown. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, man. He's the man. Anyway. he's uh, in a He's fun.
0: in a mastermind with me as well.
1: Oh, hey, ask me that. That's my dog. right? I got his book right there. He signed it and everything, man. That's my guy. Yeah, baby. (laughs) That's his thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's a good dude, man. He put it out there for all of us. But as as a beginner, man, you've got to get the knowledge, right? You've got to get the specialized knowledge in whatever you do anyway. But you get the specialized knowledge, all right? And then, okay, this is the thing that will help everybody to win. He who has the deal has the juice, so yep. if if you don't have a contract, if you don't have this, that money, a title company, a lawyer, whatever, find a property and get that person to agree that to let you purchase that property or to purchase it on payments. And then you have the deal. Guess what you can do then? You can you can almost just stand there like a beacon of light, man, because they're going to flock around mm-hmm. you. Then you got the deal. Yep. So that's that's what I would do as a beginner, man, if I didn't have nothing. But but that go getter in me, that's it.
0: So well, let's take a step back for a second. Why would you not ask for someone to coach you and then split the deal with them? What's what's the oh, issues with man. that?
1: Okay, so so people because I want the know. reason I'm asking mm-hmm.
0: just just for clarity. I want mm-hmm. everybody to understand uh, why certain people won't respond to them when they ask for certain things like that. So I just wanted to hear your take on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, this is the thing, right? Um, first off, you know, money, money is a, a tool and money, money can be um, replenished, right? Mm-hmm. Money can be replenished, but time, time cannot. Once we spend our time, right. man, it's, it's gone, you know? So, and, and my time is important. Your time is important, Jamel, and every single listener that's listening right now, their time is as equally as important as ours. OK, mm-hmm. so when you pull up on a person, man, and ask them to give you their time and and we'll split a deal that what you're asking them to do is to to gamble on you. Right. To bet on you that you're going to soak this information in, that you are a hard worker, that you're committed, that you're willing to make the sacrifices. And, and this person doesn't know you from Adam. So and this is so a person, like you them. said,
0: not to cut you off, man. You, you just hit mm-hmm. the nail right on the head. I don't know mm-hmm. you. I don't know your work ethic. I don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And you're asking for time that can't be replenished in exchange for you possibly doing deals.
1: It, yep, you hit it on the head. Possibly, you know, it's a yep, it's a
0: huge possibly. possible. Most people they they they'll ask for something like this in a selfish way. I, I get people contact me all the time. Uh, people contact me all the time uh, to to ask, hey, Jamel, can I ask you a question? Can I, can I, uh, can would you be interested in splitting deals? And then, you know, the couple of times I did it in the beginning, I had to coach people through this stuff and they didn't even know what they were doing. And, and then I'm giving up some of the profit on top of that when I couldn't do it myself. Right. And I'm not saying that I don't want to help people. Obviously we put out this content to help people, but we're also, I'm very, very careful. Look, I got four, I got four kids. I got one on the way, five kids total and a wife. Okay. Right. So and, and and one thing I preach to people uh is time and freedom. My time and my freedom is very precious to me, right? Because I want to make sure that I'm giving my time to the people that mean the most to me. So when you mm-hmm. when someone comes to me in a in a you know, and I'm gonna say it, they're selfishly asking mm-hmm. for help, most people they'll approach me, they won't offer me anything. They'll just say, Hey, I need your help, right? That's the quickest way not to get any help. (laughs) So I'm just educating you guys, listening to this podcast, just being 100 percent authentic and real with you, because uh, whether you're doing it to me or you're doing it to Gene or someone else, um, that's the fastest way to fail. You know, um, thinking about yourself and not what you can provide in exchange for somebody else's time
1: absolutely man absolutely or if you hit me up man and you say you say gene i watched every one of your last youtube videos man so i know this this and this right and i can tell you watched them now i might you know i might give you exactly a little yeah because you yep. put in some work you know if you ask yeah. me something that's on a youtube video well it's already i've already given it to you that's it's still a
0: form said. of investing in themselves though you mm, know what exactly. i mean they, they invested yep. their time into your content So Mm -hmm. that's an investment, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm.
1: I got a gem to drop in there, man, with that because it's not really going the other way because I teach my students this, man, and every entrepreneur. If you can stop having on the front of your mind, what can I get out of this? How much money can I make off of this homeowner? Mm. And instead flip that to how can I help this person? What can I do to get them to your goal? In the end, that's what gets you to your goal. Exactly, man. Helping another person.
0: Yep. I was just on a coaching call last night with my group coaching students, and we did a live call spontaneously. One of the students said, look, I came across this deal. I said, do you want us to call a one right now? I called up and you know spoke to the lady, and it wasn't even about – I just picked the tone of the lady. It wasn't even about getting a deal on the first call. It was about building that relationship with her. She wasn't even thinking about selling. Now she is, right? So yeah. at the end of the day, um, it's all in the approach, How you approach people can help you get uh, uh, Mm long-term money, long-term relationships, Mm long-term things happening for yourself, but it's all in the approach. If you think about other people before you think about yourself, Mm -hmm. you'll go very far. So Mm -hmm. that's just some food for thought.
1: Absolutely, man. I love it. Love it. Yeah, I I never start with how much money, you know, do you want to sell your house or how much uh, uh, is your asking price? I'm trying to figure out what their problem is that's right is their problem how can i help you don't yeah we don't buy houses guys we buy problems and if you can be a solution to the problem the side effect of that is a house and you get paid really good (laughs) really good that's right
0: man so we're on a step-by-step process so the first step was just a recap Uh,
1: yeah, the first step is is getting some education, right? And you can get it on YouTube University for free. But then mm-hmm. finding finding off-market deals. And I'm going to give yep. you guys a gem. I'm going to give you guys a hell of a gem, man, that a lot of people just don't do, maybe aren't aware of. But we want no competition off-market leads, man. If the house is for sale, I don't want it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I don't want it if it's for sale. Same. So, yep. yeah, yeah. So if you look. In your local newspaper, man, and you can look in the physical paper or you can look online in the legal section of your newspaper, foreclosures are published, man. They have to have four publications before they go up to auction legally to make the foreclosure legitimate so you will find the most motivated sellers and you'll find all the information that you need in that legal section because it gives you their name their address when the auction date is how much the judgment is for right how much they owe on the existing mortgage right there that's a lead list right there man for free for 50 cents a dollar or you know or on the Mm -hmm. internet you can find the best that's how man i'm a foreclosure scientist I got a house right now, man. Yeah, scientist, bro. I ain't. I got a house right now, right? We're selling it for two hundred fifteen thousand. It's in a neighborhood in my city called God's Country. So this guy, I found him in my legal section, man, and he had sixteen days to uh, sheriff's auction. Well, based mm-hmm. off of the, you know, his circumstances and whatnot, when I got control of the house, I got a forbearance on the house, so I don't have to pay a mortgage payment. For nearly I just got a letter yesterday man for nearly two years and then and then he was behind $41,000 well I don't have to catch that up after the forbearance period right people are like well what about when it's over how are you gonna pay it well I'm not because what I'm gonna do after that is just get a loan modification and I'm gonna get all of those missed payments and the back payments that he was behind put on the back end of the loan and then I just start that mortgage anew so I literally got a $200,000 house for free and it's on public record. Mm. I'm paying him 5000 of his equity. But the deal is, I'm not paying him that 5000 until the house is fixed up and sold. No money.
0: The, the power of real estate, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing mm-hmm. like it, man. Nothing like it. Man. Create real wealth, but man. no money out of pocket. For free. For free love man. it. Man. Gotta love it, man. Yeah. So, so get education.
1: Mm-hmm. Get the list. Mm-hmm. And yep, your, your you
0: preference do. is foreclosures. Then what do you do?
1: So you get that, you get that list and then you make contact, man. But we'll first now you want to do a little research, right? Depending on how mm-hmm. big your list is. Okay. So if you got a 20, a 20 lead list in your city, in your market, research them first. And I'll give you guys the game, man. I'm not even tripping. So this is how I research them, man, because I want to, I want to give myself the best chance to win. If I'm going to bet on myself, I want to give myself the best chance to win, you know? So that's right. Uh, yeah. So you, you got to have a public records website. You got to man, or go down to the courthouse and figure out the transaction history, right? When they bought it, how much they bought it for, what type of deed it is. But then further, you go even further and you Google that person just to see what comes up, man. We call it sleuthing to see what comes mm-hmm. up, what kind of job they have, man. Or, or is their name, are they the daughter of somebody that was in an obituary? Maybe that means maybe that house got passed down with an existing mortgage and they couldn't afford that mortgage payment because they already got their own bills. But then one step further, we look them up on Facebook. And that's going to tell you everything you need to know, even though yep. people aren't honest on Facebook. We know yep. their real situation because we know they're in foreclosure. So if they're on Facebook popping bottles and showing Birkin bags, well, I know that they have appearances to keep up. So to me, that means that their credit is is important to them. Mm-hmm. So that, so now I can go in and I can speak right to this their situation and what's important to them without them even knowing, like, that, man, this guy knows exactly what my situation is. And, you know, and it just makes it easier for me to to get it done, man. So that's the that's next thing. That's funny,
0: step. man. That's funny that you do that because I do the same exact thing before I hop on the phone with people. I want to look them up on Facebook to see what they're all about because then mm-hmm. I, be, I can easily become relatable and likable yes. to them before mm-hmm. they – before I even hop on the line with them, and they don't even know what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I can go online and see somebody likes fishing, let, let's say, and I can talk about fishing all day mm-hmm. long, right? Mm-hmm. Or I can see somebody likes to travel, and I can talk about that. But what you're doing is you're building a rapport with the person right off the yep. bat. And pe- just remember one thing. People don't buy what you're selling. They buy you as a person. And if you can relate to them, um, you're going to get the deal every single time. So if you approach a a seller with a mindset of helping them versus Uh what can I get out of it, Uh right? Change your mindset with that. Same thing with the, the, uh, you know, free education and the coaching and stuff like that, right? Uh Change your mindset with it. If you approach people with the mindset of how can I, what can I offer to this person and how can I get them to like me and then just have a conversation, um, you'll get the deal every time. You know, and if you do that, you'll make more money hand over fist than you've ever made in your life, period.
1: Ever, 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 man. Right? I just got back from Mexico, man, with my whole entire family. We spent a week down there. Now, I had Please. never seen a beach. Yeah, I never seen a beach in real life until last summer. Really? And then, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm 41 years old, man. It was 40. And then Same here, man. I'm 41. Daughter. <laughs> oh, is you? Hey, a lot of similarities, man. We gonna have to connect, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you know, I was able to bring my daughter, though, man, who is three years old, to see a beach outside of the country. You mm-hmm. know, at three years old for the first time, man. So that is breaking generational chains, y'all. That's right, man. And that's what we can do, man. Mm. Love it, These love months.
0: it, man. So get educated, guys. Get the list. Make the contact, and get, mm-hmm. and then go ahead and get the deal. If you follow yeah. those steps, I mean. There's plenty of information right here on uh, the podcast, on YouTube, for all these channels that Gene and I put together, um, in order for you to be able to get this step-by-step process. But those are the—that's the, the bird's-eye view look at what you have to do in order to make money in this business. Now, if our listeners wanted more information, Gene, how can they reach out to you?
1: Um, you know, you can reach me. Uh, you can reach me on TikTok, the Go Getter Family. You know, I'm all over TikTok, and then, blowing up. Uh, blowing up man i got about two hundred and fifty-five thousand followers on there man giving y'all game though that's why i'm giving you guys the game on how to free yourself but on um, social media all across social media it's the go-getter family and then uh the go-getter family.com you know
0: go-getter family.com i'm gonna be sure to link yeah. um all of that in the description box for you guys to be able to reach out to gene as well now are you currently reading anything that that, that is helping you in your business currently
1: oh man yeah, I, boy, you yeah, I got all right here. I got books, man, right here, you know. So, <laughs> so, um, you know, but the main thing, I think, um, the main thing, like, step one in the seven steps to becoming the bank is um, it's, it's mindset, right? It's a shift. In, it's a new reality, a shift in mindset and awareness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your first thing is mindset. So the book that I would recommend to everyone is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill.
0: Love it, if man. One of man, my favorite. Follow them
1: stuff. Oh my goodness, that's in my top three, man. That the Bible and undefeated mind. Oh I, man, you don't need, bro. now, I haven't <laughs> I, read I, the
0: undefeated mind yet, but the, the 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 first two is right up my alley.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's all it. you need. Yeah, that's all that's you, it, need. you need. Yeah, you're, you success is guaranteed. You follow that blueprint.
0: You know, you know what's so crazy? You mentioned the you mentioned the Bible, right? There's so mm-hmm. much. Now people think about the Bible. From a different standpoint you know obviously the bible is to me it truly is a way uh it's god's words uh to be able to apply uh into Mm -hmm. your life to be able Mm -hmm. to help you live uh according to god's will and purpose right but absolutely for people tend to uh not pick up from the bible is the financial education in the bible this i mean there's so many jewels in the, yeah, yeah. in the scriptures when it comes to just knowing how to manage your money, knowing mm-hmm. how to, to to live a practical life, knowing how to mm-hmm. do things that will keep you out of debt. Mm-hmm. If you just follow those steps in the Bible, man, um, it's incredible. It, it really is incredible. People don't look at the scriptures as a financial book, but it, mm-hmm. it the, the scriptures is everything. This is God who made everybody, and mm-hmm. he knows the best way for you to live, so he's telling you how mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. Right. Giving
1: you the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Giving you the blueprint. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah, what it yeah. is, man. You know, my, one of my one of my favorite um, scriptures in there, man, and I'm paraphrasing, probably butchering it, man. But it was after the story. <laughs> it was after the story of Joseph when his brothers had, um, you know, asked him for food and they didn't know that he was the Pharaoh's assistant. And mm-hmm. he he told them, you know, yeah, I'm your brother. It's me, your brother. And, and they started crying and apologizing. After they threw and, him and in a man, hole. Yeah. Yeah. This was after that. And then after he was in jail and got accused of raping the general's wife and he didn't all. And he was already the assistant Pharaoh. And he and he said to his brothers, he said, he said, I I forgive you. I forgive you. You meant for this to hurt me. But God meant for it to help me. Mm. So I forgive you. This was supposed to hurt me. It was supposed to destroy me is what you guys thought. But God gave it to me as a gift. And man, you can realize that that difficult times are a gift, man. That's when mm-hmm. we miss God's grace. We miss God's grace when we are going through something hard in life. Right. And, and we're saying, man, why, why me? What did I do to deserve this? I'm, I'm a good person. Those are the times that you miss God's grace because it comes in those moments. So if you can instead say to yourself, you know, what, what is, is going to come from this? What good is going to come from this? What do I have to learn? I can't mm-hmm. even tell you, man, how many times I was walking a tightrope, man, just months ago before I blew up, but I knew that something good was going to happen. So I'll walk that tightrope gladly. I will embrace it.
0: That's man. right, man. And it's important also to remember, you know, what Solomon said in the scriptures, and this is not turning into a, a, a no. biblical discussion, but no, no, um, no. it's important to remember what Solomon said, Ecclesiastes, he said, um, time and unforeseen occurrences before us all, right? So sometimes you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time or the right place at the right time, right? Um, That's time and unforeseen occurrence, right? Um, But the scriptures also tell us that when a famine is coming, so we're heading into a recession. We're actually in a recession right now. So what should you have been doing over the last few years is stacking up that paper. But most people wanted to live above their means and wasn't saving up the money. Now we're heading into a recession and they're going to feel it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why we educate mm-hmm. people. We tell them in advance, look, this is what to look out for. You should start prepping now. Right. Start so yep. saving your money, start eliminating some debt, right. Start mm-hmm. investing in rental properties, yep. uh, start learning creative finance and educating yourself on how this stuff works. So you can incorporate it. That's kind of like mm-hmm. uh, Joseph telling his, his, his brothers and his father, look, it's going to be a famine here for seven years. Y'all, yep. y'all, y'all better stock up on food. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. That's that financial education from the scriptures, right? Yes. Um, there's so much we could talk about when it comes to the scriptures in general, yes. right? Uh, again, mm-hmm. time and unforeseen occurrences, they will fall us all. But also mm-hmm. be mindful that scriptures also tell you that God doesn't give you nothing you can't handle. Man. So if you're going through it, you can handle mm-hmm. it and it's up mm-hmm. to you to get yourself out of it, right? Push through it, plow through it,
1: right? Yeah, you're gonna be tested, man. Opportunity and success test us. If mm-hmm. if everybody that that wanted success had it, well, then everybody in the world would be successful. But that's not the case. When you are about to be super successful, and Jamel, I would almost stake my bank account that this happened to you too, man. When you are just about to break through those floodgates and they open up, things actually get harder. Oh yeah. So they were yeah they were hard leading up to it. Right. Every time, they, bro. Yeah. Every they time get you want to reach
0: the next the pinnacle of your success.
1: Mm -hmm. It gets
0: that much more difficult before you break through.
1: Yeah. No matter what level of success you're at. Yeah. That's opportunity and success testing you, though. They they Mm want to see, man, if you are committed, if you are actually committed to this goal, will you make the sacrifices? for this goal and then when you have proved that to, to god the universe opportunity and success guess what your cup will overflow man i'm talking about my man what it is? it i can it's unimaginable man the life i'm living right now unimaginable Crazy. i'm
0: happy for you bro
1: i love it man
0: so what was that book you recommended you said thinking real rich
1: yeah the by scriptures Napoleon and Hill. the un-
0: unthinkable
1: uh, un- undefeated mind by dr undefeated Alex mind. i gotta write
0: that one yeah. down
1: Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give one more man one of my mentors who started this uh creative financing and subject to it's uh it's buy buy hold and sell by the man himself Lou, Lou Brown. Brown
0: That's man. my god man
1: Man that's the yeah, god I show you a picture
0: I think I got a picture of me and me him and Ron LeGrand we were cuz we're all in the okay. same mastermind
1: yeah, yeah we're all in
0: the same mastermind man so yeah, uh no. It's been a couple years since I, I haven't seen Lou since uh, last October but um Okay It's been a little while since I saw both of those guys together. I got a picture somewhere in here. If I find it before we hop off this podcast, I'll I'll share it with you. But if you had to provide our listeners with some last words of advice, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. would those words be?
1: Oh, man. Let me see. I want to give you all something good. This is what I would say. This is what I would say, y'all. Please listen to this. All right. So fear, right? Fear is a it's a made up thought in our mm. mind. OK, if you just think about it for a second, we we it's like we're fortune tellers for ourselves. Right. So mm. so I don't I want to do a wholesaling or I want to do subject to. But but what if I miss this step in the contract or what if I don't do this right? Or what if the um, I can't close the contract or what if what if what if well guess what? None of those things have happened yet. So we don't know if it's going to turn out that way. But faith is a made up thought, too. Right. Because faith is is believing that you will reach your goal no matter what it's going to turn out good. We believe that. Right. So they're both since they're both made up. They're both a choice. They're both a mm. choice. And and I choose faith every single time. But I don't choose faith based off of my ego. Oh, yeah. It's just going to turn out good, man. It's just. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I choose faith every single time because I know my commitment. I know the sacrifices that I have made. I know the hard work that I have put in. So my goal has no choice but to let me in. And that's it. So I know it's going to turn out good. And then when difficult things come up, I embrace it. Because now when that thing, that problem comes up, that fire I got to put out, guess what? I'm going to put it out and then I'm going to move forward. And the next time that fire pops up, I can, I can put that thing out quick. I can put it out with my pinky toe, man, instead of having to stop, drop, and roll. You know what I mean? So because I know what I'm doing this time. I, I took care of that obstacle last time. So, guys, don't subscribe to fear. Fear will stop you from being the person that you are, that you naturally are, man. Subscribe to faith, but put in the work, be committed, and make the sacrifices. And the world is yours.
0: Faith is the assured expectation of something that is hoped for, man, at the end of the day. I like that yeah that's what the script that's 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 literally in the scriptures faith is the uh assured expectation of something that's hoped for, right so Mm -hmm. you have faith in something knowing it's going to happen uh it hasn't happened yet it hasn't materialized but you know it's going to happen so you could have faith in anything right Mm -hmm. um it's almost like seeing your goal and Mm -hmm. knowing what your goal is and then kind of backtracking off of that i have to get to that goal you almost see yourself there already but you just have to Um, go through the steps in order to get there.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and just real quick, man, just real quick. I I remember seeing you and House Buy and Brian when I was studying subject two, man. Wow. And that was was what two
0: years ago, man. Not even not even a year and a half ago.
1: Yeah, I seen it on YouTube, man. And now look at me. I'm having a conversation. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. And that's because I believe, man, I have faith. I knew that there was no other outcome but for me to reach my goal, man. And here I sit, man.
0: Wow, man. I'm going to link the Chris Haskins podcast. I'm going to link the one with Ron LeGrand. I'm going to link the one with House Buying Brian. I'm nice. going to link all of them up in the top so you guys can check that out. But, man, that wasn't even that long. That was literally during a pandemic. And look at you now, man. That's incredible, bro. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. I didn't, I didn't even know that.
1: that I, yeah, this is, dope. Here's
0: your boy, Lou Brown.
1: Hey, Let me just I see, see you. Yep. Here's your
0: boy. Let me just – your boy Lou Brown and Ron LeGrand right there.
1: Yeah, That's... with my with my new dog, man, Jamel, my new dog. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. I it's love a little blurry,
0: it. but you you get the you get the gist. Yeah, of I know
1: it. who it is. I know who it is. And and y'all look, you see this book? You see this book, man? I got all these tabs in here. That's how I got that's how I got Lou Brown to be my mentor, man, because uh, I was at his seminar and I asked him to sign my book and I told him who I was with TikTok and stuff. So I asked him to do an uh, interview on my YouTube and he said, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And I was like, OK, cool. I'll have you sign my book during the YouTube. Right. Well, I go get my book and I bring it to him. And this is it's like this. And he was blown away because of all these tabs and marks and highlights in here because I put in the work, man. That's I put right. In the work. And he saw it. I didn't ask him for nothing, man. He saw it and, and that, that's what it takes y'all man right so, approach man yeah man
0: gene man incredible incredible podcast and definitely one of my favorites man i i, I really I thoroughly enjoyed this uh conversation bro and looking forward to having you back right. Um uh, we gotta do something on tiktok instagram and all of that we gonna we're gonna make some things happen put out some more content for the, for the for the people man so that we can help more people bring them up right because um at the end of the day if we don't have on our life vest, and if we're if we if we put on our life vest, and we're not bringing other people with us, you know, saving more people, then we're not doing our job. So it's up to us to be able to help as many people as possible. But you got to be willing to put in that work. You got to be willing to take the right steps, take the right approach, in order to receive uh, the information that we're we're putting out and be able to apply it as well. So, you know, this this is for everybody. We all in this together, y'all. We all in this to, to be able to uh, create that generational wealth, yeah. create that passive income, to create that cash flow that we need in order to change the, the trajectory of our lives in order to be able to, you know, like, like Gene said, at the end of the day, break those generational curses, right? So uh-huh. this is all possible. And real estate, in my opinion, is the best way to do it. It's the easiest way to do it. It does take work. Don't get it twisted. But it can be done. So Uh if you guys are focused, if you're willing to put in the work, put in the effort, we're here to provide you with what you need to know in order to get there from A to Z. All right. Uh So looking forward to seeing y'all on the next one. And we'll talk to you then. Peace. Peace.